Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 443. I am back, and as you can hear now, so is my voice. Uh, I had to take a little time off because had I done the podcast, it would have sounded like this. And I don't think you guys would have enjoyed that too much because <laughs> it would have sucked. Now, thank you guys for missing me. I appreciate it. And, you know, we should just start getting it on. We should just start getting to episode 443. Can we start now? Good. Let's start now. Now, folks, while I was gone, I had to go to the eye doctor. You know, nothing major. We've all been to the eye doctor. It's not a big deal. It was just a standard checkup. But something happened to me in the eye doctor's office that made me reevaluate my whole damn life. Yes, I said it. Got to tell you a little story first so you'll understand what I'm talking about. When I was younger, when I lived in L.A., chasing my dream, chasing my dream, I had to get a regular job. And one of the regular jobs I had was I worked for a company that did market research for NBC television. There was a city that they would send television programs into on a special channel, and the people would watch that particular channel. We would recruit them to do so. We needed people from all different demographics. We needed 17 of this, 34 of that, 50 to that all that kind of crap we would call them up and get their opinions on the show and we would break it down into these demographic groups and then ship that information off to the network so they could do with it what they will decide which shows to make which shows to not make which shows suck which shows don't suck why they sucked and why they didn't suck that's what it was but the job kind of sucked <laughs> you dig but that information stuck with me right i started to notice that they kind of put people into these chunks, 17 to 29, 35 to 54, and 20, they would break it down, and I started noticing one of the groups, one of the groups that at this particular time, I wasn't even close to being in this group, I was in my early to mid-20s at this point, but I saw a group, and it was 35 to 54, right, and I'm sitting there going, why in the world do they have 35 to 54 in the same group? You would figure the groups would be chunked in the maybe five-year chunks, of t- but 35 to 54, you figure 35 to 40 maybe, something like that, but 35 to 54. Now, having passed those ages, I'm now 54, I know what it's like to have been 35, and I am currently 54, so I feel comfortable speaking for both age groups and i'm telling you right now they ain't the same (laughs) all right i remember being 35 and seeing people as a comic i have friends from all age groups at the time i was 35 obviously and i had friends who were 54 and they were my close friends i didn't see any big deal but they were talking about different things they were talking about health crap that they had to do to either people that were sick or had health issues or people that didn't want health issues they they reacted in a different way they ate different things they went to the bed at different times uh, right so i didn't necessarily think of them they should be in the same group demographically Because when you're 35 years old and you go to the doctor's office, nobody is looking to find anything wrong with you. Not really. They tell you about stuff that may be happening soon, but they ain't looking for it now. Right? I'm at 35 years old. I wasn't, my doctor wasn't grabbing my testicles and having me cough. (coughs) 
<laughs> to see whether or not I had a damn hernia. It was none of that crap. I didn't have my doctor snapping on that plastic glove and jamming her hand up my buttocks, or at least the middle finger up my buttocks. It was none of that crap, right? Like I said, she would only talk about stuff that may be happening in the future. You know, five years from now, we're going to have to get to this exam and the this, right? But once you get past a certain age, once you get on the north side of 40 or 50, you become like a car when you go to the mechanic. Well, when you take your car in, they go in and look at how many miles are on the car. And you hear them go, oh, Mr. Thomas or Mrs. Whatever. And they pull out a card and it's a card for your specific car. And it's yellow and it has a whole lot of writing on it. And you're going and you're going, I'm in here for a diagnostic. Oh, you in here for a diagnostic. All right. But your car has hit a certain mileage and they need to have his floop de floop, the whoop de whoop, the joop de joop. It needs to have his flop flop a top change. It needs to rotate the floop doops. It needs to do a, a brand new flop flop a chop. It needs a whole new liquid top a chop. And it needs a fichoop fichoop and a couple of floop de doops. How much is the fadoop de doop? The fadoop de doops sounds expensive. Don't worry, the fadoop de doop is covered this time, but the flip de flip de flop is not covered, and that's going to be $75, Jack. What? Oh, man. And that's just the way it is. Well, let's be honest. I used to jokingly call a friend of mine who was a doctor. Well, he's well, he's retired now, but he's, you know. I used to call him people mechanic because I said, hey, man. He goes, yeah, you know, because when we were younger, he would be a little arrogant about the fact that he was a doctor, which is, which is a great job. And, he's, you know, he made great money. He was a good dude. He was a really funny guy. And he was a great doctor and all that kind of crap. But when he was young, he got a little arrogant with, well, you know, as a doctor, uh, like, dude, I just asked you what kind of soda you wanted from the refrigerator. Well, as a doctor, I would like a Dr. Pepper because as just like the soda, I am also a doctor. Dude, we all know you're a doctor. Shut up. <laughs> right? <laughs> Obviously, he didn't actually say that, but he was almost as bad as that. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's a great job to have. But the thing is, like I said, I called him a people mechanic, but doctors are the same way. Once you get to a certain age, it's just like a car. A little card comes up, might even come up on the computer, or maybe they just know it. When you get to a certain age, you need to take certain tests. You're 40 years old. Time for me to grab my finger and jam it up your backside. You're 50 years old. Time for a camera up your buttocks. That's the way it is. But like I said, when we go going back to the to the demographic study, 35 and 54 were locked together, locked together to the to the study. 35 and 54 were exactly the same person. Didn't matter. But it matters to you if you're in that group. Right. If you're 35, I ain't no damn 54. And if you're 54, I wish I was 35. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, my doctor says to me, you know, as. You know, wait a minute. When's the last time you had your eyes checked? Let me check your chart. Oh, you know, you're due for an eye exam. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a referral. And I want you to go down to the eye doctor associates and to get your eyes checked and everything. And we're going to see that the eyes and the thing and all that. And I go, all right. I really think much of it because I can see I have no problems with vision. I have no problem driving at night. I can see my cell phone unless it's, you know, I, have to, I mean, I, got, I wear, I don't wear glasses walking around or anything like that but if i have to read something like a small pill bottle or some crap like that 
you know, or if one of my younger relatives uses my phone and as, and being a dickhead, they take my, they take the font and take it, shrink it all the way down, trying to be funny. <laughs> and one of them takes my phone. Hey, Uncle S, give me that Uncle S's phone. Let me shrink this shit down. Take it all the way down. I'm going to take it down to, I'm going to take it out to where even I can't see the shit. Like I'm not going to notice that. Did one of you jackasses take my phone and shrink it all the way down? No. You got to go through three levels to be able to do this, you douche. Now put it back where it was before I kick you down the steps. Right? <laughs> I keep forgetting uh, that, that I, I was old and they're young. If I actually tried to kick them down the steps, they would go. That was an embarrassing attempt, old man. Now it's time to put you in the refrigerator. <laughs> F y'all back to me. Right? So I go to the eye doctor. I don't really need glasses. Like I said, I go to the eye doctor. And this is what the weird thing was, right? I'll just, I'll just tell you exactly what happened. I head down to the eye doctor. It's, a, it's in a place where I haven't been in a while. Everything looks different. The whole section of the city looks different. I almost got lost, found the eye doctor. And it's really weird being there that time in the morning because it's a really nice neighborhood and it's just... It, it's just too much activity for eight something in the morning. Just way too much activity. You see pretty ladies running around in their shorts. It's too cold outside for that crap. You see the, the coffee shops are all open. I'm like, what are all these people doing in the damn coffee shop at eight something in the morning? Don't you people have lives, punk, right? Going to the doctor's office, forgot my mask, forgot my mask. My mask is normally in the car, in the car. Obviously, I didn't drive here in the car, so I didn't have a mask. The guy at the front desk didn't matter. He gave me a mask. No big deal. No big deal. I go up the elevator to the doctor's office. I walk in and I notice that because it's been a couple of years since I've been to the doctor's office, the technology has changed drastically. It used to be stuff that was on paper. Everything is digital now, man. I give her my insurance card. She puts it on the desk. She takes a picture of it with a tablet, the license. Take a picture of the front and back with the license, right? Mr. Thomas, can you take your mask off? We need to, we need to get a picture of you for your, for your ID. For the doctor, okay, I take a picture of me there. It's kind of cool. I sit down, and there's a nice older lady. She walks into the office. She's got to be at least six, seven hundred years old. She walks by a beautiful older lady, like I said, about a million years old. She waves at me, hey, Sonny. I go, hey, ma'am, nice to meet you. You know, and she sits down in the chair. Didn't think much of it, not a big deal, just a pleasant older lady. And the next person that walks in, that man is, I think, he had a picture, he had a hat on. It was a picture of him with, uh, in a high school picture of him and Jesus, because they went to school together, because he's that old. See what I did there? <laughs> F y'all back to me. And I start to notice that everybody that comes in is about a million and a half years old. Is this a coincidence? Is this a coincidence? Because I'm in here with these old people and, and, and I'm not old, am I? Hmm? Part of me wanted to go up to the desk and asked the lady at the front desk, well, maybe, maybe because I was, I was put into this particular spot because some other hip, young, good-looking guy like me dropped out and they put me in there because obviously they do, wouldn't want to put me in with all these old people, right? I wanted to ask her that, but the desk was way too close to where everybody was sitting and I wouldn't want to insult the people 
even though they probably couldn't hear me because, as I've already stated, they're a million. <laughs> right? But I'm thinking, ah, oh, don't worry about it. It's only five people. It is now with six. Then I would set that would now with their fifteen people who are a thousand years old. Okay, I'm starting to see a pattern here and I'm a little insulted, punk. Is this like that thirty-five to fifty-four thing where they're lumping me in with these people who went to school with God himself? I ain't that old, damn it. What the hell is going on here? So I'll go up to the front. I gotta ask this lady. I gotta know now because I'm getting ticked off and I go, excuse me, ma'am. I noticed that a lot of the people here are really, really old. Um, is it a coincidence that I'm here? No, it's not a coincidence that you're here. It's not a coincidence at all. This doctor works with, well, he works with everybody, but mainly he works with older people and checks older people's eyes. Um, maybe you didn't notice that I was whispering. Oh, I know you were whispering, but everybody else here is a thousand. They can't hear me. Oh. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. You, 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 you know, you could have been a little, a little nicer about the whole situation. I mean, I mean, maybe they can't hear you, but I, you know, I could hear that you, you're saying that everybody's old, sir. You know, you're old. Uh, I'm only fifty-four. Yes, but I'm twenty-six, so to me, you're old. You need some help sitting down. Okay, you're not funny anymore. <laughs> and I sat down. <laughs> I did not make that sound, but it's funny to make that sound. F y'all back to me. So I'm sitting there going, wait a second. Why am I, am I really old? Am I, I, I don't look old when I look in the mirror. I mean, I got some gray in my beard, but I don't make noises when I sit down in the chair, you know? You know, I mean, uh, you know, I don't want to be indelicate, but, uh, let's just say stuff still works, right? I got all my teeth. I got all my hair, right? I mean, come on. I mean, just, I mean, and Mr. Thomas, and I go back there, and the lady starts to do the eye check crap. She puts the eye drop thing and checks the eye. Read this, Mr. Thomas. Can you see that? That's great. Okay, that's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. Read that. That's great. Here's some drops. Here's some of that crap I'm going to put in your eye. Now we're going to put the thing on. Thank you. You can check your eye. Okay, go back outside, and the doctor will call you. I go back outside and the room smells of Bengay and the click clack of walkers and the click clack of canes echoing through the room because everybody's a million. <sighs> See a couple of middle-aged people coming in, but they're older than me, so they ain't, that ain't helping much. Finally, the doctor comes out. Mr. Thomas, I walk in the back. He sits me down. And there is something I've always hated that doctors do. They all do it, and I wish they would cut that crap out. If you have x-rays or any kind of test results or MRI stuff, do me a favor. Keep that off the screen where I can see it, because as the patient, I don't know what I'm looking at. Right? I could be looking at something that means I'm double, quadruple healthy, but everything looks bad when you don't know what it looks like. I don't know what I'm seeing. I just know that those are my eyeballs because it has my name above it, and underneath it says, it's this, hey, you, these are your eyeballs. On the, Okay, it didn't say that, but I know those are my eyes, and I don't know. Everything looks normal to me, but I don't know what, what I'm looking at. Damn it, I didn't go to school for this crap, right? Now I'm getting a little nervous because I don't know what the hell's going on. Even though I've, everything seems fine, I, I see fine. What's going on, right? Then, then he walks in and sits down. 
And I'm thinking he's going to tell me immediately what happens. But no, he goes into some bullcrap conversation, which under normal circumstances would have been pleasant conversation. I would have enjoyed the conversation. He's a nice guy. He's kind of funny. He's a charming guy. Obviously really great at his job, or he wouldn't be working at this prestigious place and all that kind of stuff. I get it. And also, you're thinking, well, maybe because he's small-talking me right now as he reads and scans, it's, it's not a big deal, because if, if there's nothing wrong, of course he's going to small-talk. There's nothing wrong. There's no problem small-talking, because who cares if he small-talk if there's nothing wrong, right? No big deal. But I also have known enough people in the profession to know that they've seen enough death and destruction and sick bastards that they can be calm when giving people bad news. Yeah, I tell you, that game is funny. Oh, by the way, your dad's going to spontaneously combust in five minutes. You might not want to say goodbye to him and then back up. Anyway, uh, how about those Eagles? Huh? How about those uh, Cowboys? Huh? How about those Redskins? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So that fact that he's calm doesn't necessarily mean something bad ain't happened. Maybe he's calm because he's like, hey, you're going to blow up, but ain't nothing happening to me, right? But then eventually he breaks down and he goes, okay, well, Mr. Thomas, you got normal, healthy, boring eyes. Nothing's wrong here. You're in good shape. See you next year. And I wanted to go, hey, man, I had to sit here for seven minutes and 42 seconds listening to your lame-ass dad jokes and your bullcrap small talk, punk. If you'd have just walked in and said, hey, by the way, your eyes are fine. There's nothing to worry about. You're good. See you next year for another routine exam, in which case I will also find that there's nothing wrong with you. If you had followed that up with your lame-ass dad jokes, I might have laughed at the crap, but started with that crap, you bastard. I did not say that because I didn't want him to go, oh, you got an attitude. Let me take a look at your chart again. Oh, as a matter of fact, you need some eye drops. Let me, let me call the nurse and make sure I special order those eye drops for you. Hello? Mrs. Johnson, get A, the eye drops A, that burn real bad A. I'm going to tell him he needs them A, because I want him to be tortured for about a week A with them eye drops that are specifically made to do nothing but burn his eyes A. Doc, I know Pig Latin too. He's on to us A, never mind A. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. But I'm just saying, man, the demographics, man, you go into an eye doctor and you go to the old people eye doctor. But I'm not old people yet, but I realize that just like the 35 to 54 demographic with the 35 year old people aren't old people yet. They're lumped in with the well, they're not middle aged people yet. They're lumped in with the middle aged people. And I'm a middle aged people lumped in with the old people. Damn it. And if this eye doctor wasn't such a daggone good eye doctor, I'd be like, give me some person who works with the young people. But I wouldn't want that person because, well, I'm not the young people, so damn. But the good news is my voice is back and my eyes are fine. <laughs> All right, folks, that was episode number 443. Do me a favor. If you love this podcast, and I know you do. Do me a favor, rate and review this podcast. Do it on iTunes or wherever you rate and review podcasts. Rate and review this podcast five stars, you bastards. Make sure if you have friends that like this kind of crap, and who doesn't? Make sure you recommend this podcast to your friends. Make sure you subscribe and that they subscribe too, you bastards. And just remember, you bastards, this bastard loves you bastards. So tell these other bastards to come back to listen to this bastards with you, you bastards. Much love to you all. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for missing me. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.